Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. For the time difference of the yeah the internet the lag the internet lag yeah hey hey guys hello <laughs> don't know how much <laughs> um well it's been a while for us it hasn't been a while for you guys because just of the nature of how we've how we record how we re- yeah how we figure it out. How everything's going. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. This is this is a classic nigh move of just overcommitting and then being like completely overwhelmed. Don't worry about it. Sorry, I've just got one thing to say. Just as we started recording, the baby next door started started screaming bloody murder. Oh no! <laughs> she, it's it, it usually happens at three a.m. Um, oh, you're which kidding. Is fun. Yeah, but you know the miracle of children is <laughs> the miracle of bloody the life. The miracle of life. Um, yeah. So yeah, what's been what's been going on with you? Oh well, we've just we've just finished production week for the pantomime that I'm directing. Thank God. And um, so that's on stage now and out of my hands, and I don't have to worry. I just have to go and like watch a couple and be like, good job. Um, yeah, amazing. Well done. Yep, thank you. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and I stupidly have taken on another job with a with another show that's happening early next year. Um, that my a friend of mine is directing, and um, they needed someone to do the marketing, and I was like, oh, I can, I can do marketing. Yep, that's what I've got loads <laughs> of free time. So. <laughs> classic yeah i've just been a bit like bogged down with stuff so i just needed a bit of time to like organize everything but yeah i'm back on track that's now. right <laughs> well you know we're biz- busy people you know i'll pretend that i'm as busy as you <laughs> to be fair i be i have been quite busy but tell me but tell not, me what you've been like, up to well i'm in a much <laughs> much better place than the last the last episode <laughs> so was, oh god it was painful to listen to oh. but funny hilarious though <laughs> painful <laughs> as in like painful as in like oh my god like darting from one angsty thought to <laughs> just saying it out loud on the podcast but it was a process mm-hmm. and i have no regrets and it was pretty funny to listen back to. <laughs> um but no much much better um I'm just gonna read. So I, I'm just gonna read out what I've done in the last few weeks. Oh yes, and please. then you can you can pick up you can pick up on things. You know, just whatever you fancy. Okay. Yeah. So, right, I'm just gonna reel them off, and then I'll go into some in more detail. Right, my first proper bottomless brunch. Yes. Went to Liverpool. Went to Liverpool and went to the um the bar where the Beatles started. Oh my god! Off yeah, your spontaneous trip. <laughs> Was a bridesmaid at the best wedding ever. And it was awesome. Oh my gosh. And 
and I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> and Only Murders in the Building with Selena Gomez and Steve Martin and Martin Short and this is this is the one of the funniest ones. Uh, I um, the day before Bottomless Brunch, bizarrely, accidentally had a few too many beverages, mm-hmm. beverages, and uh, so that was on the Friday. And then on Sunday, I was just looking through my bank statement, and I was like, Ancestry.com, £80. No! Somebody's, somebody's hacked my account, guys. Like, guys, somebody's hacked my account. Like, I'm going to have to cancel my credit card. And they went, no, Sam, don't you, don't you remember? You, you ordered an Ancestry.com DNA <laughs> test kit. Oh, my God. Has it arrived yet? It's arrived. I haven't sent it off yet, but I, I'm going to. Just what for the triggered roles, that? I, well, we were talking about um, Louise and how she's Polish. Mm-hmm. She has Polish family. And I was like, I've always just wanted to know, like, I don't want to know, like, I don't want to, like, build a family tree or anything like that. Like, I don't want to know <laughs> anything like that. I just want to know, like, genetically. I just yeah. want to know genetically, like, what countries. I mean, let's be honest, it will probably just come out being like, Irish and British, like English and Irish. I'll be like, great, cool. That's annoying and yeah. not exciting. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I just want there to be like a really left field, you know, something in there. Like a Romanian? Like, wow. Yeah. Just, just something interesting. But yeah. yeah, so that was pretty funny. I had no idea. I was just like, what? And then I was like, well, that does sound like something I would do, and I've been thinking about getting one, so obviously my inhibitions were just, you know, down, and yeah, that was fun. That's hilarious. <coughs> Marley was dying to do one of those tests for ages, and she finally ordered one and did it, and it came back and just said everything the UK. It, it had Irish, Scottish, really? English, and Welsh, and that was it. Everything was isolated only to the UK. She was like, uh. really... Like, nothing from France or anything. Like, seriously, nothing nothing uh-huh. a bit spicier. And now she's clinging to the fact that they don't have, um, they don't have, like, anything to compare to from, like, a bunch of countries. Um, like, mm. China, for instance. I'm like, you don't have any Chinese ancestry, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I, my result will be like her. My reaction will be like her. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta Um, do it though. You gotta do it. Yeah, exactly. How was being Um, a bridesmaid? It was so fun. Shout out to Imogen and Tom. It was so much fun. So I, I had my hair and makeup professionally done, Mm -hmm. and I looked and felt like a different person (laughs) which I loved (laughs) and it was just oh it was just such a fun day like it was basically my dream wedding so everything about it I was like ah this would be my dream wedding and it was super fun we had um our lovely guest star Alex was uh there so we partied away amazing um I at one point (laughs) <laughs> took the mic from the band and sang Summer of 69 in front of all of the reception guests. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! <laughs> Hilarious. And then at the end of the night, the bride, um, she texted me the next day being like, it was so nice. She was like, thanks for being a perfect bridesmaid. And she was like, 
I came to the um, I came to your room because we I was staying at the venue, which is super cool. She's like, I came to your room just to like pick up some stuff, and um, you were face planted on the bed in your dress. I was like, you've got to get the most wear out of the dress, you know. Yeah, if you want absolutely. to keep it on for at least twenty four hours. hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it was it was amazing. Um, so yeah, thanks for that. And on the wedding note, we have a very special shout out for one of our lovely listeners yes. who recently got engaged super sweet couple she's so lovely and so congratulations to grace and trevor on your engagement congratulations uh, ah, so exciting yeah um, i'll um dm you with our addresses for the invites to the wedding obviously <laughs> um yeah looking forward to to attending and yeah i can't wait and then just remember um, i'm vegan that's my dietary requirements oh yeah in case you hadn't known she's vegan <laughs> vegan she's vegan <laughs> she's vegano, so vegano. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah that's super super sweet and super exciting mm. but yeah so if, yeah and you know we love we love uh interacting yeah, with the fans, with the fans. So if anyone has any shout outs, we will do them. Yeah, come chat. And we to don't us. charge we don't charge for these potatoes. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh man. Oh dear. Well <laughs> We're this back, week, baby. Yes. This is This week is the week. This, this is, is the big one. The big one. This is what like what the podcast is about this is one of my fave films ever yes so what i think we should do because you're you're i would say you're a super fan i think i should do the one minute description of it yeah okay but you introduce you introduce what the movie is okay i think go for it mm-hmm so you, oh, I was going to say you reveal, <laughs> you reveal what the movie oh, is. Oh, sorry, I'm revealing. Yeah. This And then week. I'll give the description. <laughs> right, right, right. I understand. Sorry, we're rusty. We're rusty. <laughs> She's usually a well-oiled machine. Um, this week, we watched the amazing worst film ever, The Room. Starred, starring Tommy Wiseau, directed by Tommy Wiseau, written by Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> produced by Tommy Wiseau, <laughs> financed by Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh man, um, yeah. So th- I mean, I'm. This is really difficult to do a one minute or less description because there's just so much yet so little substance. <laughs> like, okay, so. Right. Where do I begin? (laughs) Okay. Opening credits. San Francisco looks really cool. Mm -hmm. There is a blonde lady in a red dress. She and this guy who looks like a creepy vampire with long (laughs) hair um, are just like hanging around. And then there's this random kid that just jumps into bed with them and it's super weird. Who is this kid? I have no idea. (laughs) And then... And then the guy, the vampire guy, goes to a flower shop and he goes in and he goes, hello to a dog. And then he's the favorite customer. Okay, cool. Then 
She orders some pizza. And then the weird boy is there again. He says, can I kiss you? And then... <laughs> and then... The blonde lady makes the vampire alcohol alcoholic drinks, even though he doesn't drink. Then... The blonde lady's mum comes over and she's like, I definitely have breast cancer. And then the daughter's like, oh, whatever. Cool, get over it. And then she's like, I don't love the vampire guy. I'm going to leave him for his best friend. And the mother's like, it doesn't matter if you don't love him, that you're making a terrible mistake. You need to marry him for financial stability. And then, and then the blonde lady just continues to F the best friend of the vampire guy. And then there's some framed spoons pictures of spoons um then there's a frosted tip guy who comes in just two strangers <laughs> wander into the house and one of the frosted tip guy goes me underwears that's life and then and then the mum the mum of the blonde lady asks the vampire to put a down payment on a random friend of hers house and then she thinks it's really unreasonable when he says no then the there's a therapist guy I don't think he's a therapist, but he has glasses on and he's really authoritative. Um, and then he's like, anyway, how's your sex life? Okay. And then the and then she's like, oh, um, the vampire guy, he hit me. Oh, my God. Oh, and also I'm pregnant. And then he's like, I did not hit her. I did not. And he's like, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Um, and then he shoots himself at the end. Fantastic. Done. Just as jumbled as the actual movie. <laughs> Right? I, think I forgot about Frosted accurate. Tips Guy. He's my favourite. <laughs> it's just... I mean, this movie, it brought, it brings so much joy. Now, I want you to just give a little background of your... You have a lot of history with this movie and with yeah. Tommy Wiseau, yeah. I must say. <laughs> Go into him. full detail. <laughs> yeah, tell oh, us about it. Oh, my goodness. So, I've been to a couple of... Um, like live screenings where everyone like yells along to the movie and throws plastic spoons at the screen and it's very overwhelming sensory wise um and um the first one I went to um it was just Greg Sestero who's the like friend who she cheats with um who Mm -hmm. like looks exactly the same i must say he's like done pretty well and they sell all this merchandise out the front and i bought some like boxer shorts (coughs) with tommy's name across the band amazing um and then the second time i went tommy was there as well and i was like this is crazy and he like he has not aged well and um Mm. he was like I went and had a photo with him and he's like, hey, baby. And I was like, (laughs) and then um, I like got to ask him a question at the Q&A. And I think I had said, I said, um, where does the inspiration for the film come? Is it drawn from your life experience? And he went, hmm, I think that's a question for Greg. I was like, what? <laughs> you, you wrote, directed, and starred in the film. And he just handballed the question to Greg. Oh my gosh, amazing. And then Greg just gave me some random answer like, look, filming this was uh, very fun. Next question, please. I was like, oh okay, never gosh. mind. You can't ask him anything deep. He just like throws it away. This is the thing about him. He's so. It. 
it's unusual for somebody so notorious to be able to have so much mystery behind their background. Yeah. Because usually you can do some digging and find stuff out, but nobody seems to really know, right? Like, who is he? Like, how did... But also, can I just say, this movie's budget, six million dollars to make. Six million Wow. How the hell did they spend six million dollars on this? (laughs) That is crazy. Insane. And it made like a thousand thousand dollars in its box office opening weekend (laughs) six million i don't i i really am struggling to see where it was spent to to see where Mm. yeah but i think maybe the actors must have been paid like Mm. normal actors i don't know they must have been i think they hired but they hired a studio to film it as well if you maybe that's the cost, the disaster yeah. artist like gives you the kind of background for it. If you watch that mm. one, I love that movie. Yeah, so good. And it's been a while. He, they do a good job in that, like really good job mm. of portraying everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, shame, James. James Franco. Shame, James Franco is cancelled. Mm. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Makes me feel very uneasy. Yeah, but I mean, Tommy Wiseau is probably quite problematic from what... Yeah, that's from, true. You know, actually, so, yeah, you know, it's true. You've got to separate separate the art, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, actually, it's... and the version I watched on YouTube was like a YouTube safe one. So they cut the sex scenes. Oh, yes. Yes, I was... This is on one of my notes because I specifically remember watching it with you and be and you see his bare ass a lot yeah for five minutes like thrusting oh and her as well you see a lot of her and yeah in the youtube safe one it's like just face the action at yeah yeah (laughs) we got like halfway through the movie and i was like there should have been a really long sex scene by now i don't know what's going on so i went onto youtube and typed in the room sex scene and you can watch it, but it's without the music, and it's just with them going, oh, oh, <laughs> mm. it's really horrible. No. It's awful. I don't think I'm gonna be YouTubing that. <laughs> it's like to be it's like watching like really really bad porn that's been like dubbed. <laughs> oh gosh, that's not ideal. Mm-mm. Um, oh, just a side note. Um, just talking about you know nakedness. I've been watching a lot of Naked Attraction. Oh, cool. Oh, it's so nuts. Have you seen it? I ha- I think I have. It's where they like go, it like pulls it up this way, doesn't it? So you see the, the yes. feet and peen first and then it goes up to the face. Is it? Yeah. Is it you that knows somebody that knows somebody that works in the production and they have to screen... They're like they're in a shared office, but they have to screen dick pics as part of their job. Oh my gosh, that sounds like something I said. Well, my friend, my friend Sophia does work in like research for um shows. I know she did a lot of work with um tattoo fixers. Ah, uh, yeah. She I had to like, like screen people like to check that they were going to be okay to come on the show, like psychologically. I think, mm. but. That does sound like something that she would have to do as well. <laughs> I don't know. I am sure. She's worked on that. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure it was her because I've been telling people this story 
but I, I haven't been able to pin down who, who it, it was, is, yeah. like, or who who it was, and where I heard the story from. But I'm pretty sure it sounds like the kind of thing yeah. that she would work on. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to Sophia. <laughs> It's hilarious. Uh, if if that wasn't you, Sophia, I'm really sorry for um just dragging your name through something that's not, you know. But it all fun, all fun. Yeah. But um, no, just I've... the idea of like somebody having to do that as part of as part of that actual like, paid work, yeah. Yeah, so like funny. actual paid work, having to trawl through the submissions. Oh my gosh, such a fascinating show though, because it's just yeah. There's some there's some really weird stuff that happens as well. When I say weird, I mean like. The presenter, like, there's been times where the presenter has been like, why don't you kiss this guy's ass? And like, what? why don't you, one one of them was like, the guys were all naked in their booths and the, the, the woman was obsessed with Titanic. I know how she feels. And she, <laughs> the, the presenter was like, why don't you pick one of the guys and then you can do a Jack and Rose moment. She picked one of the naked guys and like put her back to his, to him, naked and like put her arms out and was like I'm flying it was just oh it was so uncomfortable oh that's horrible awful awful but highly entertaining so yeah yeah, highly recommend yeah Yeah. I think I've seen like one episode before and the episode I saw because she picked based on like peen size she ended up with Mm. this like old guy Versus, like, this hot young thing because she judged them on their flaccid peens. Ah. And I was like, you well. regret that, don't you? Mmm. <laughs> yes. It's so funny seeing them, like, go on the date with their clothes on afterwards. They're somehow more awkward when they go on the full, yeah. fully clothed date. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, back to... Um, funny. <laughs> back to Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> I've just been obsessed with um, Below Deck. We've just been watching like back to back Below Deck. I can't get enough of it. Uh, You see, that is something I said this to you. That is something I should be so into, but I find the hospitality stress too much. Having trauma from working in hospitality and just the idea of like that. Yeah, like when they drop the dinner, or they're like, (gasps) yeah. Um, how many series are you through? We watched the latest two med ones, like five and six from the med with Captain Sandy, which is so cool because you got female captain, female bosun and, um, season five, the poor bosun, who I love, I love her. She's great. She has like the Mm. worst deck crew ever. This guy who keeps calling her sweetheart and like, is like a real like toxic guy. He got, like, cancelled from the show, like, halfway through the season because he posted this, like, racist, sexist meme on Instagram so that you just, like, stop seeing any screen time from him. Um, Yeah. But then we, like, because we've watched the latest two, we had to, like, go back to season one. And it's this... It's just a complete cast change. Like, this really old white guy who's the captain. And then, like, the whole deck crew is just like men and they're like oh wolf gang woo like this a wolf pack sorry wolf pack and there's this one um lesbian deckhand who's like i have loads (laughs) of experience and they just keep getting me to like get drinks for people and i like i've Uh, worked on 30 boats (laughs) um she's being really uh left out yeah so it's like oh it's really 
it's of its time, I think. Yeah, it gets more hmm. progressive as it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, just on, you know, just on the recommendations, mm. I have a few recommendations. So, okay, well, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I just find it one of the funniest things ever. Mm. Um, and the there is a true crime documentary on Netflix that links to Kirby Enthusiasm. Bearing in mind, Kirby Enthusiasm is a sitcom. Okay. And there's a true crime um, episode, well, sorry, true crime thing, like documentary, called Long Shot on Netflix, and it tells the story of a guy who is basically arrested for the murder of a 16-year-old girl, hmm. but he insists he was at a Dodgers game, like a Dodgers baseball game, and he had the tickets and everything. Um, and he had a couple of family members who were there with him who said that he was there. That mm. wasn't enough. And then they, his lawyer dig, like dug into it and he said to the lawyer, I think there may have been filming that day. And they looked into it and it was HBO and they contacted HBO and they said, oh yeah, we filmed a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode there. Like Larry David, the main guy, he was, he was you know, we were filming there. Oh, wow. So the lawyer was like... Because they couldn't find anything to prove else to prove that he was at the game, like even the CCTV and stuff at the game. Mm. So they contacted HBO and they gave them all the, all the tapes. And then, I mean, I'm giving this away, but you know, this is a story that was really old. So it's no, fine. go for it. I, I have alert. to know um, that. You have to know. Um, and then, yeah. So they looked. They trawled through the tapes from the show, and then there was a shot where Larry David was like in the middle of the aisle and then the guy who was accused was walking with his daughter in the camera view mm. and that was the like the only the only thing caught on camera but it proved that he was there oh, so that like if that hadn't have happened there was a few other things where they were like well he could have still had time to do the murder so mm. they were like well fine we'll look at the phone records and it proved that the phone tower within a mile a phone call that he made was made at the state like from the stadium at the right time to definitely put him there. So yeah. like the two things combined meant he basically escaped effectively death row. Um, wow. which is just insane. And the documentary is so good because it has Larry David interviewed on it and he's like, Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes if I'm trying to impress a date, yeah, I'll whip out this story kind of thing, <laughs> like I saved a man's life, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's just nuts. That it's is so amazing. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How lucky. Obviously, why, unlucky that why he Why were they trying to pin it on him? Well, no, they hadn't... The thing is, they had an eyewitness, but it was a misidentification. Mm. So, yeah. There was, oh there's, a whole, there's a whole backstory. Yeah, okay. There's a whole backstory. And there, there was a possible link because his brother had got in a lot of trouble. There was, there was family stuff going on that... Yeah. It, all those things just unfortunately meant that he was wrongly accused, but my gosh so I think insane it's so funny when you see like cases built for a specific person and they go oh well there was this time frame so they could have been there left done the murder come back and you're like that's just not how murders work though is it like people don't mm. usually go away do do the murder and then like come back like all in a tight time frame like it has to be really well planned if that's how it's gonna go yeah, well, with this one, it was like they were saying like when they knew he was at the ball game, they were saying, oh, well, he could have gone to the ball game and then 
murdered on the way home and it's like yeah, he could have at the time as in like obviously not not because of the phone record mm. but if the phone record hadn't been there it's like mm, yeah maybe but it's not really a common I don't think it's that common to take your six year old daughter to a ball game and then go and murder watch a, a game woman. and then go and murder mm. I mean obviously it, it would ha- it, I'm sure it happens but like just doesn't seem like a very yeah. you know um doesn't seem like the usual set of events anyway, but um Oh, that's yeah, fascinating. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a really yeah, really good. Oh, and the podcast Sweet Bobby, which is about a catfish situation Ooh, in the UK. Okay. Really good. Writing um, it down. So yeah, Sweet Bobby. It's very there's a new episode I'm waiting the next episode it's one of those things where i'm waiting for the next episode now it's, it's like i'm i want to be able to binge 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 yeah um so that yeah so that is really enthralling just the catfish thing i just i love catfish tv show i can't get enough of it yeah but just baffles me like how these things can happen like mm. just how long they go on for as well like this sweet bobby one is like a 10 year kind of situation wow yeah, I won't give away the details of this one. <laughs> Only no, yeah. one spoiler per, <laughs> per episode. I'll have to look that one up because your last podcast recommendation of my therapist goes to be. I'm obsessed with it. Ah, oh, cannot get enough. So good. I love it. I tried to get, I tried to get Joanne McNally tickets, but um, the website went wrong, so I couldn't oh, do no. it. Oh no. I'm dying to bump into her and she bloody she lives, lives down so the road me. from me. Yeah. So I've seen Vogue in the park before, but before I listened oh, to the podcast. Wow. Yeah. So I was more interested in Spenny. I think I've already told this story. I've realised I've been repeating a lot of a lot of episodes. No, a lot of stories and a lot of quotes in this short time frame that we've done series two. So every single every single episode I've quoted that Michael Scott thing. And I'm gonna do it again right now. About the sometimes if you just say I just keep talking and then eventually I like I just every single episode. It's your motto now. Yeah, I can't help it. So I'm not gonna apologise. But yeah, my therapist ghosted me. Definitely. Oh, it's so good. It just makes me crack up in the middle of the street, which is a sign of a really good podcast. So I'm like, I don't care who's watching, I'm just having a good time now. Yeah, exactly. That was what um, the early series of my dad wrote a porno used to do. Yeah. I used to like cry. Yeah. I cry. Oh, man. Waiting for another series uh, of that. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, the movie. Back the to room. the movie. Back to the movie. <laughs> yes. Is Tommy a vampire? Is Tommy Wiseau a vampire like <laughs> in Twilight? It seems... It, I mean, it seems like the movie's going to be about <laughs> how this, like vampire lives in san francisco and goes completely unnoticed (laughs) yeah but it's really just about how he's a (laughs) nice guy and he couldn't get Mm. his lying evil slut of a girlfriend into line like i don't i don't condone those words by the way i'm just saying like that's yeah absolutely how he portrays the girlfriend character Oh, she's a monster in it. Yeah. yeah she's an absolute she's just sociopathic monster. To his face, it's like, oh, I love you, and everything's great. And then behind his back, she's like, I'm bored, but I might just live with him for his money and sleep with someone else. She's like, it's like a, yeah. it's this, like, polarising character change, and it's so bizarre. 
She's so yeah, unrelatable. Oh, uh, I I know. And I just have to take a moment to say that the actress who plays her seems like such a lovely person. Yeah. And I, she has this website. I went on the website and it's basically her saying like, I'm a human, like, I'm not just the character I played, like, on a, on a movie, like, however long ago, and she's, it's like, her and her husband look really cute, and, like, she's like, I do love the room fans, but, you know, like, I, that's not just everything about myself, yeah. and I'm like, oh, bless, yeah, she's, um, because it, it's, it's definitely a character that's totally vilified, and, yeah, you know, even though it's a silly, silly movie that, you know people like laugh at i think she's probably had the rap of it Mm. the rap of it like the you know the sort of ridicule i'd say Mm. yeah yeah well because when i was watching and kind of thinking like is it a combination of a bad script and bad acting or is it that like a better actor would be able to pull off those lines you're like no one can pull off those lines this Mm -mm. writing's so awful it's unbelievably awful mm. yeah I think well on that note should we do should we do our best actor and worst yes. actor yeah okay my who's you yeah. my best is definitely the mum oh yeah I, I love think the mom. she was most um believable she's like darling he's got a good position at the bank and you know he's getting a promotion soon yeah, <laughs> I think she played it really well. Uh, yeah, agreed. I have a close second who I think you might be about to say is your favorite. My favorite, I think, is Lisa's friend. Yeah, the female Michelle. Friend. Michelle? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah uh, don't know, but her and her and the, her boyfriend are quite good, actually. Both quite good. I yeah. Say. I mean, he's very he's very clowny comedy, but I like him a lot. He's mm. funny. Yeah, and she, I just think the friend, she's actually quite a good actress, I think. Yeah. Like a genuinely good actress. Yeah, I agree. Maybe that's where all the, the budget went on her, <laughs> but um, she's also, like the mum, I think the reason is that both of them are the voice, well, this is stretching it, but they're kind of the voice of reason. Mm. Not necessarily the mum, but they're, they're the kind of, almost like the outside voices going like, this is ridiculous or like yeah. you're not you're being unfair or like pointing things out yeah so i think it's quite interesting that whereas all the other characters are just in their own little like complete little bubble doing their own thing yeah not giving a shit like yeah. when um, she calls mark and mark goes hello i'm very busy and it's like what yeah. <laughs> you're just yeah. sitting in your car you're not doing anything yeah um, um yeah I like I liked her as well she was great yeah definitely worst oh, I mean God, there's so many candidates it, it, I kind of feel like I have to say Tommy but if I say and if I was to choose someone else man mm. um like <laughs> maybe Denny the kid <laughs> Oh yeah! Can I Who's kiss you? You look is... beautiful. <laughs> Who the f is this kid? He's just so bizarre. so random. And then like he got involved in drugs, and that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, the thug! The thug with the gun, yeah. just like. And then when her, when the mum and Lisa are confronting him, that I have to say is some of 
the worst. I mean, bless her heart, but that is some of the worst acting from Lisa because that's the only that's the only range where she goes a different range to what she'd been doing previously. Yeah. She tries to go like you know irate and angry at him and like worried and concerned, but it just comes across as just plain shouting, but not what actually. kind of money? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think worst act. I mean, obviously, Tommy, worst actor. Mm. I can't say Lisa because I've read her website and she's so lovely <laughs> as a person, so I can't. But I would say, yeah, I'd agree with you. Tommy Tommy and the kid mm. um, are two of the worst. Yeah. My favourite um, cameo, obviously, short you know, short part, is uh, the florist and the dog in the, in the florist. That's my favourite. Actually, that's my favourite scene when he goes... <laughs> Oh hi! Oh, Tommy, I didn't see. Was it Tommy? I didn't see you there. And then he's like, and then he's buying the flowers, and then oh, like, oh hi, doggy. Yeah, the, the yeah, that was my shining light. Yes, same. <laughs> oh hi! Oh hi, doggy. And he's like, how um, much you're is my that? My favorite customer. Here you go. Keep the change. Oh hi, doggy. <laughs> you're my favorite yeah. customer. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually, so I watched a video that, um, it was the guy who actually co-authored The Disaster Artist, mm. and he described the movie in such a perfect way. He said it's like an alien has had movies explained to it, and then they've made a movie. And I was like, that is perfect. It's, it's I yes. kind of thought, yes, or an AI robot who you feed a bunch of data into. And, and it's like, they, here is movie. Out Mm. here is movie such an accurate description of it yeah i because you sent that video to me where he like talks about mm. why it's so popular and that line really stuck with me as well the alien thing yes it's it's, it's perfect yeah it's so funny it's like i've got the <laughs> idea of what a movie is but i've never actually seen one um yeah <laughs> and it's so funny that he's saying like you know why is it because there are there's no end of bad movies but this one is so watchable and that's why people love it um yes because every time there's a decision to be made it's like they made the wrong decision yeah <laughs> it's so true and um and i think the um oh what's gonna say the oh yeah when he said about he said oh a lot of people say to me like oh you know you need to when you watch this movie for the first time you need to experience it with a live audience and he went that is a terrible idea because you won't be able to hear the movie mm -hmm. and then you you just won't get it and he said um watch it either on your own or with a loved one who can hold you afterwards yeah <laughs> i loved that He's so right, though. Yeah. I, f I feel like I'm... Now, I can't remember, but I feel like I did go and see it for the first time with a live audience. And it's it's a harrowing experience because you just feel like left out of this whole group of people. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. I would I'd be um, so confused if I... Yeah. Why are there spoons? Proframed pictures of spoons. I think... I think it's because they just bought the frames and that was what they came with in them and they didn't change yeah. them out for like any family pictures or anything. It's yeah. so silly. They're just like no one will notice. Classic. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, uh, one of my favourite yeah. bits as well is when he was like, no, I don't drink. You know I don't drink. And she's like, no, let me fix you a drink. 
and it's 50% whiskey, 50% yeah. vodka. <laughs> I, I made a note of that as well. I was like, what the hell? Is, if you, especially if you don't drink already. Like, oh my gosh. And he takes a sip and goes, mmm, you're right, it's delicious. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like, mm, I don't think so. Um, yeah, Lisa's reaction to her mum saying that she has breast cancer, that whole exchange was oh my beyond goodness. bizarre. And it never beyond. comes up again. No, There's so never. many loose threads in this movie. So many loose threads, it's like a... Oh, I can't think of anything. A fraying carpet, I don't know. A fraying carpet. A pair of oh. stockings with a run in them. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... Oh, I love... Oh, the mum has so many absolute amazing line she's just mm-hmm. like well i haven't been happy since i married my first husband <laughs> men are assholes men and women use and abuse each other all the time it's just the way the world works just yeah like, it's fine she's like i never loved your father love has nothing to do with marriage i'm like that is such an outdated <laughs> perspective <laughs> she gives me kate winslet's mom in titanic vibes oh totally yeah yeah she's like shush marry him i don't mm-hmm. care we need mm-hmm. the money very i think that's where he got his inspiration from actually I but this movie was like made in the noughties wasn't it 2003 yeah so after titanic, like, titanic. it's it's such an outdated <laughs> like titanic. titanic being based in 1912 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> he's like a a century behind yeah but that's because he's a vampire. He is oh my god, a it all vampire. makes sense. Oh my goodness. It all makes And again, another theme that I like to bring up in every single podcast. But we have to bring up Twilight we in have every to, podcast because yeah. it you never just never forget where you came from. Like <laughs> like like Lisa, the actress, I don't know her name. Like the actress, mm-hmm. she acknowledges she acknowledges where she came from, but she also says, But but I do other things as well. But yep. I acknowledge it. You know, or that's the key. Jennifer Aniston in Leprechaun. You know, don't forget your roots. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget your roots. You know, she she acknowledges that was her first big movie mm-hmm. breakthrough. You know, although we're first series is better than Leprechaun. I like to think anyway. <laughs> that's what I think anyway. <laughs> I think we're. Uh... Oh, shall I do the um, IMDb? Oh yes, please. Oh, I bet there'll be some good trivia in this one. Yeah. I think it's it's so like so it got three point seven out of ten on IMDb. Oh, let me just quickly read this one star review because they're talking about six million dollars. So it says yeah. this costs six million dollars to make and plan nine only costs sixty thousand. Oh, what's plan nine? Don't know Maybe what we that need is. to watch that. Yeah. Is that another bad movie? <laughs> uh The Room seems to have nothing to do with a room. <laughs> Oh my god, wait a minute. I've never really taken a second to think about the title of the movie. Yeah. It takes place in in a room. That room, yeah. Whoa. But other places as well, it's not just that room. It is, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, they have the bedroom and the flower shop and the balcony where they do the party and stuff as well. Yeah. But most of it happens in that room, which is why I think everyone just has their own key and lets themselves in. (laughs) Because it has to take place in that room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so 
Number one, according to Greg, uh, Tommy Wiseau submitted the film to Paramount, hoping to get them as a distributor. Usually it takes about two weeks to get a reply. However, this movie was rejected within 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Unlucky. Uh, Towards the end of the Los Angeles portion of the shoot, morale among the crew was so low that Todd Barron's name was not listed on the clapperboard. Take numbers were not being recorded. Giggling crew members wandered in and out of shots and entire scenes were out of focus simply because nobody bothered to check the lens. Oh my goodness. Um... Uh, according to Juliet Daniel, when Tommy Wiseau said the line, in a few minutes, bitch, everyone on the set began laughing at him. Wiseau came out of the bathroom and demanded to know what was so funny. <laughs> Ooh. That bit is uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh my God. Here we go, Jackie. According to Greg, Tommy Wiseau, I, I just, I only said Greg because... Sestero or Sestero. Sestero, fine. According to Greg Greg Sestero, Tommy Wiseau intended for the film to contain a slub... A a slub... A subplot in which Johnny was revealed to be a vampire (gasps) due to Wiseau's own fascination with the creatures. What? (gasps) Stop! Sestero... No! Sestero recounts how, at the outset of production... Wiseau tasked members of the crew with figuring out a way to execute a sequence in which Johnny's Mercedes-Benz would lift off from the roof of the townhouse and fly across the San Francisco skyline, revealing Johnny's vampiric nature. What? Uh, what? Wiseau eventually decided to drop the subplot after learning that there was no practical way to film the flying car scene in the production's budget. What the hell? <gasps> so, he is a secret vampire in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh. Not just in real life, apparently. (laughs) Wow. I love that he has a fascination with him. Oh, that's definitely a cover-up because he is a vampire. Definitely. He's definitely. Uh, Oh, the woman in the flower shop was not an actress, but the woman who actually worked there. According to Greg, Tommy, Tommy, upon seeing the dog, asked if it was the real thing. Tommy wanted to know if it was a real, living, actual dog. What? <laughs> Why would there be a fake animatronic... Animatronic... Animatronic. 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 Yeah. Animatronic dog. <laughs> oh, That's so ridiculous. my goodness. There are some nutso things in here. <laughs> oh... Oh, hi is spoken nine times, and oh, hey, seven times. Wow. Uh, oh, he tried to put a second love scene in. She wasn't, she wasn't having, having it. it, no. They had to, like, no. reuse stuff from the earlier scene, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, this is really interesting, and I didn't pick up on it. Tommy was adamant about only using English in the movie, which possibly explains why he says future wife and future husband instead of fiancé. Oh. Have you noticed that? Because he was like, you're my future wife. She's my future wife. Future wife. But why? Fiancé is like a very commonly understood word in the English language, isn't it? I think he just wanted everything to be English. Where is he from? Well, this is the big question nobody knows. And it's so funny because, like, 
it's just so funny because he like clearly has this thick accent and he obviously was raised outside of the United States but you ask him and he goes New Orleans (laughs) and you're like no you're not from New Orleans (laughs) (laughs) oh dear yeah it's it's again like shrouded in mystery like like where did he get his money Mm-hmm. Nobody exactly. knows. Nobody knows. Um, I'll just read one more. According to Tommy, Lisa's mother makes a full recovery from her breast cancer, so that's good. <laughs> that's good. That is good. Good. But why her. was it in the movie at all? Oh, I know. I just love to be able to take a peek inside his mind, see mm. what's going on. You know. Uh, he really st- I'm just thinking he really struck gold when he cast Frosted Tips and the and the friend, didn't he? Cuz really did. The scene yeah. they do in the alleyway when the when Frosted Tips gets to tell the story about he's like so uh we're going at it right <laughs> at your place and uh, then they walk in on us and uh, I left me underwear. So like even the it's underwear. So, it's so natural. <laughs> <laughs> the underwear is <laughs> so good. The underwear. The underwear. <laughs> it's so unexpected. It's yeah. so unexpected. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Ah. Oh. Um. So, oh, one of my favorite lines was the right the legendary friend, the lady friend that we're talking mm. about that we love. She went. X, Y, C. And yes. he's like, what? Examine your zipper. It's like, wow. That's really cool. I've never heard that before this movie. That's almost almost a clever line. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, obviously, this is just a no-brainer. Shit stars. Five shit stars. Absolutely. Obviously. And I'm really regretting giving Leprechaun four, like... <laughs> I I mean, yeah. I should have known at the time. When I was editing that episode, I was like, really? I gave it a four? What was I thinking? I think I was just... I, I was just really sucked into um, Warwick Davis and his performance. And, yeah. like, the... F- from in my head, I'm thinking, like, he's taking the piss out of everyone by just having a laugh and making it a comedy movie. And so it was yeah. kind of, like... I had that in my head rather than the movie overall and him like zipping around on a skateboard and on skates just being like, <laughs> lol, just trolling them all. That's um, fair. I, yeah, I rated it way too high. It should it should not have been a four. Um, so we've got a retraction. What, what would you give it instead? A two and a half, I think. Yeah. I gave it one and a half to two. Yeah. I <laughs> and I stand by it. Um, yeah, that's a fair, yeah because yeah. it just doesn't come anywhere near the room. Like, no, the room the room is so watchable. It's hilarious. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's the best. It's such a, such an amazing movie. This, the room and Titanic two, are just tell you what. I'm getting absolutely hit up on Hinge right now. You wouldn't. <laughs> When I say say hit up, I mean random likes coming through from people. It's always at the time that we do the podcast. What's that about? It's the swipe surge time. It's when people are, it's a Tuesday, it's (laughs) 9pm, bored. What are you doing? What are you going to do? Start swiping. Love it. Start swiping. 
Oh, I have some go- gossip for you after the pod. I can't okay. put it on the pod. No worries. Yeah. Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Always leave the listener wanting more. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how... I'm still stuck on the swiping, sorry. Do you know Dora the Explorer? Yeah, yeah I'm familiar with her work. The, um, yes. Familiar with her work. The baddie and that, Swiper the Fox, and they get the kids to go, Swiper, no swiping! Swiper, no swiping! <laughs> I'm trying to work that into your hinge. Samantha, no swiping! <laughs> <laughs> recreation episode where leslie and ben got married and i was like oh, oh that's that's what i want eventually that's After I've messed around for a bit longer but. yeah <laughs> parks and rec is like so emotional around that time like when he proposes to her as well it like oh, those it's... episodes make me cry it's so same it's so sweet mm. oh i love it yes um but yeah congratulations again to grace and trevor yeah congratulations so for you Mm-hmm. It's all downhill from Thrilled. here. No, kidding. <laughs> well, you're the one with the experience. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I am safely none the wiser. <laughs> it's so oh, stupid, man. though, because they're like coming around to Christmas, and I'm like, cool, I've known you for two years. <laughs> As in, yeah. my future wife. <laughs> Your future wife? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe you've nearly been together for two years. I know. That's crazy. This is my longest relationship ever. That's really scary as well. Like, before this, only been Ooh. in a relationship for like a year and a half. Love it. Mm. Wow. You've, you've, you're like, you've become a, you've become a pro at it, like, immediately. Just like, mm. boom. Completed it. <laughs> completed Did, it. You know? Completed it. <laughs> boom. Boom. Uh so we did the room we did it we loved it oh and i can give a i can give a hint for the next movie that we're doing yeah i mean i've kind of just decided this i haven't consulted you but we're doing it so um she doesn't do stairs she doesn't do stairs oh okay (laughs) you don't even know (laughs) i don't know what that is (laughs) i think i think i do know what it is but i don't think i've seen it before so I've never seen it. No, okay. no, I'm looking forward to seeing it for the first time. Yeah, can't wait. Exciting. Awesome. Great. Oh, yes. And we have a listener contribution for that. Oh, excellent. Film. Looking forward to Got it. Got another. So, yeah, anyone who wants to send in any uh, audio clips for us to play on the podcast, we'll do yeah, it. go for it. We'll just, you know, I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to just having a whole episode of just <laughs> the fair. <laughs> well, we just sit back and relax. <laughs> just kick back and enjoy okay awesome. awesome well obviously stay on the line yeah for the gossip but, <laughs> but oh, uh, wait we'll just hang on to your hat shoot the listeners out <laughs> thanks guys bye thanks guys thanks bye thanks for listening guys if you want to get in touch with us you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com yahoo of course mm-hmm. or you can follow our instagram at wind underscore breaking thanks guys Bye.